person that can become a victim to human trafficking are persons who are vulnerable. And vulnerability comes in many, many di uh, different ways. And these does vulnerability come more as poverty? So I'm poverty, yeah, lack of resources, uh, economic situation. You know, just the the human condition makes mm -hmm. you vulnerable. You could be vulnerable based on your victim. Maybe you're you you are a man, a new immigrant. You will you know you kind of speak the language. A vulnerability. There's a broad cross section of vulnerability, and you they look at you. Maybe your mom. Let's say, for example, this the the straightest student, which is an experience. You did something wrong, and your mom may take your cell phone. Mm -hmm. so mom take your cell phone. You get mad. You go outside, or you you walk and said, you know, a guy, a scout, you know, may may see you and ask you what happened, you know, and you you know you're upset. You divulge your information to him. Oh, you know, my mom took my cell phone. This and you know he will come and support you. And this, why your mom take your cell phone is not right. Here is a cell phone, and yeah. then very quickly they become victims an yeah. an ally and they you know and you the victim Dr. Pierre and his firm have one of the largest labor market and migration databases that black data and information portal on the black diaspora and migrants with 2.2 billion entries. This expansive database includes data on over 1700 occupations in the region, including vocational education, smugglers, human traffickers, crime statistics, data on skills and educational attainment, trafficking in persons, that's TIP uh, victims, human trafficking and smuggling routes in the Caribbean region, a partnership of Black organizations in the USA and Canada funds this database. So let's get into the conversation, uh, Dr. Pierre. Are we the modern day enslavers? <laughs> well, I, I think that uh... Like human trafficking is is a growing business. It's a very lucrative business in excess of 40, uh, 40 billion dollars a year. So it's very very good. Um, it's one of the good things about good things about human trafficking is that it's virtually undetected. It is, and one of the the good things about it is that it is it is a people's. It involves people, so it is very easy to well not really easy but it's not that difficult to track track some of the uh, uh perpetrators and we as a firm uh we collect human trafficking data so our firm was one of the the who got a contract to conduct one of the most extensive human trafficking study in in latin america and the caribbean we and we did all of from down from venezuela right up to uh belize mexico on all human trafficking activities we were able to, you know, you know, interview the the cartels, interview the, all of the persons within Venezuela. From our information, we found out that that, for example, in the Caribbean, there are over, uh, like say, let's say, seven thousand islands. Yes. And in the Caribbean, it's about one million square miles, and a lot of the the activities, the sec, the human trafficking activities, take place in the Caribbean because there is no quote unquote law and order. There is um, sexual, so so there are lots of challenges. It's mm -hmm. very hard to detect these um, people. What is important in the Caribbean is that human trafficking and migrant smuggling is, is becoming one of the fastest growing uh, industries in the in the region. 
Wow. Right now, the industry is estimated that the industry employs about 176,000 persons. In you Pakistan, say employs. You employs say employs. 176,000 persons impacting 11 economic sectors. So human trafficking is, uh, is it's, it's on the rise and it's a, it's a good way of making money. We, we, we've interviewed them. We have a list of traffickers. We interviewed traffickers. We, we also interviewed persons in the study from from Europe, for example, who will come to the Caribbean. Yes, and and they have a choice as to what type of victims they will they will they will use. We also how, found. How do you mean? How do you mean? What what type of victims they will use? Well, for example, it is prearranged. So when they come they, as a package, they comes yeah. within. They come with a package. Well, I want, let's say, either either I want a um, someone under under the age of thirteen. They they have all of the the characteristics. Either you need a you know and you, you know, and all of that type of, wow. of um, data. So for example, some may specialize in in a pedophilia. They, yeah. they specialize in children, or some of the guys maybe specialize in in uh, hemophilias. That's be between 14, 14 and and you know 13, 14, 15. And yeah. some of the guys may be specialized in hemophilias, meaning that you know school is children. And um, we had the opportunity to interview persons within this in within industry. In fact, I I I I, I, I interviewed a person that. It was a police officer, actually. He was 34 years old. He had impregnated 11 children under the age of 16. 11, wow. just one. So in the Caribbean, in, in our study, we found out that there were 83 brothels in the region. So it's, it, it is worse than you think. There was this movie on uh, Netflix. I'm forgetting the name right now, but it's a powerful movie. I think it was Guatemala. I could be getting it wrong, but uh, it was South American. So this guy is a cop in the United States and he's catching the pedophiles. But most of the kids are coming from outside the country anyways. Right. Yes. So yes. they're coming. It was such a tragic movie, you know, because these pedophiles have essentially just created a system where they now get to abuse children in the same way that white people were able to abuse us as black people. Yes, and, and so we've gone now from adults to now the most vulnerable amongst us children. And we are now using them and abusing them in these, like it's unthinkable. It's absolutely unthinkable. And, and so how do how do black people situate themselves in this and feel like, I mean, I understand it's trauma, right? And I'm a trauma therapist and we mirror the thing that has been done to us. Yes. But how do these black men, as you speak to them, how do they feel okay? And, and whether they're black or not, how do they feel okay uh, engaging in this kind of work, as you call it, as as opposed to anything else, what brings them there? Well, this is a very very interesting question, and I just want to to kind of you know say that. So, for example, in certain Latin American country, I would not call the name. You as a person, you can. There's a very lucrative trade. You could deflow virgin, so you can spend maybe or fifteen thousand, twenty thousand bucks, ten thousand dollars based on, and you know you pay the parents, and the parents give you the the virgin daughter. 
to the to the flower and you know it's a it's a it's an industry it's, you know, it's a lot of big is lots of money because people is high price for uh, for it so you know, let's say look at for example from the canadian uh, perspective that the human trafficking field the laws are there for the the cartels however because we in canada let's say for example you know human trafficking a lot of the human trafficking uh, come from from let's say quebec you know person from quebec and you know the, you you traffic the 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 young girl the woman from the quebec uh, down to the 41 and you know the 4 you know 100 so there, there is a lot of evidence that human trafficking exists also we in the black population a lot of it is dominated there is a there is a growing industry that is uh, is concentrated among black individuals, and just from the data from the from the police and stuff, will also show that that you know we are you know in that direction. So and are we the ones who are being trafficked? Is it black children that are being trafficked, or are we the ones who you can come and say, "I'll give you this for your daughter or your your son," and we'll give them. Or are we the ones who are using it? Like, do you have that kind of data? Yeah. Yes. So we, the most of, of, of us are some of the perpetrators. So we go out, get, get the girls in, into the, into the trade. And also, um, you know, I think that about two years ago, there's a guy, uh, Avila, he did a, he did a show, um, uh, a similar show like this. And we found out in the interview, uh, a lady said that, that two of her daughters under fifteen, black women, they were they were bonded, and uh, you know you have some some of these girls experience sometimes fifteen, sixteen, sometimes different men in one day, and we don't know. I'm not a psychologist, of course, but what when a woman goes through that type of trauma, giving it up or having sexual intercourse with other men becomes nothing for them. They just do it because of the of the of the trauma, and it's not that difficult to take someone and uh, a straight A high school student into a, a, a victim of human trafficking takes a minimum 10 days and they are specialized in in doing that type of business and we also describe that for us i i, I just can't imagine 10 days and what do you do in 10 days you know like what, what you... so for example the only person that can be become a victim to human trafficking are persons who are vulnerable and vulnerability comes in many many di uh, different ways and this does vulnerability come more as poverty? So I'm poverty, yeah, lack of resources, uh, economic situation, you know, just the the the, the human conditions makes mm -hmm. you vulnerable. You could be vulnerable based on your victim. Maybe you're you you are a man, a new immigrant. You will you know you can't speak the language. A vulnerability. There's a broad cross section of uh, vulnerability, and you, they look at you maybe. Your mom, let's say, for example, this the the straightest student, which is which is an experience. So your you did something wrong, and your mom may take your cell phone. Mm -hmm. so your mom take your cell phone. You get mad. You go outside, or you you walk and said, you know, a guy a guy a scout, you know, may may see you and ask you what happened, you know, and you you know you're upset. You divulge your information to him. Oh, you know, my mom took my cell phone. This and you know he will come and support you. And this your mom will not do. Why your mom take your cell phone is not right. Here is a cell phone, and yeah. then very quickly they become. Victim, an ally. Victim, yeah. an ally, and they, you know, and you the victim. Wow, into, into relationship, and then 
you know, we have one of the experience in the guy, you know, be, be more 38% of human traffickers uh, are traffic based on, on love relationships. So they may try to enter into a romantic relationship with, with a person and just take it from there. And one day they may be involved in, in, in sexual intercourse and planned, but surprising to the woman, another person may come in, another man may come in and, you know, and, you know, she will be shocked and say, well, you know, you know, why is he doing there and there? But he knows what he's doing about. And then the other guy will come in and then just could happen. Or maybe four, five, six, seven, uh, seven a day, 10 days. The, 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 the I've heard as much as 17 in one day. And after that traumatic experience, your, your life change. And you can, so for example, in our interview, when we went to Trinidad in the, the European Union's um, project, we interviewed a, uh, a trafficker. And he said that, you know, he's so confident. He said that, you know, Dr. Pierre, we, it is like you're training a horse. I can tell you her to gotta break it. You got to break it. I can tell her to go to in that place. He, he was in Port of Spain. I can tell her to go to San Fernando, go three, stay three days by this person. She would come back with all the money. And, but if she knows, she knows that if she is short one cent, she will know what will happen to her. And it's just the condition. Wow. And and this is something that the government, especially the government of Ontario, have to work on it. We know that uh, most of the, the 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 police officers are not trained in the field. Okay, so we as Canada, we can do much more in terms of curbing the human trafficking. Many of police, I mean, they're bombarded with other other opportunities, so they are not trained in the field, and that's why our firm we have a collaboration. Why, with why, why don't we call it what it is? Why don't we call it enslavement? <laughs> Well, yeah, you can say it. You can say that. Yes, you know, uh, we have an uh, association with a company called the Deliver Fund, and Deliver Fund is like they are like the apex in solving human trafficking uh, um, activities, and we also uh, some sort of we also have some sort of a uh, relationship with with an organization called uh, uh, Crime Stoppers. So, so because right now solving human trafficking it has to do with technology. Yes. And we have that level of technology because of the database, because the level of work that we are, are, are into, because we have a, a large, uh, very extensive uh, database. I mean, it, it makes me think even of the Black experience and the enslavement experience, it doesn't sound a whole lot different. I mean, you're broken uh, even before you get into the boats and then come across. But then once you're here, then there is a, a new uh, way of controlling. There's a speaking in of the rules of the game. And then the us as the enslaved uh, then followed certain rules and they didn't have to put chains on us. We just followed the same rules. And in a lot of ways, we're still following the yes. same. Yes. Right? Yeah. And one of the rules is you don't get along with one another, right? Yes. Like, and that's the rule. You you just if there's anybody to unite with and connect with, it's not yourself. You yes. ally, you ally with everybody outside, but you do not ally inside with other black people. You don't use right. their services. Right. You don't buy right. from them. You don't right. get along with them. You don't agree with them. You disrupt as much as you can. You don't build community. You always remain separate and apart and disconnected. That's yes. the rule. That's yeah, that's a rule, and and uh, we play it pretty well, right? You you, you you had a very good. This is a very good experience. I I have a we I live in Brampton, so we have a high concentration of black and BIPOC persons. Uh, the 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 South Asians they dominate, you know, 
And I have a friend, she left Brampton to live somewhere in the boondock, you know, somewhere outside of, you know, the, uh, the GTA. And she was so proud. She said, you know, there are too much of black, too many black people living in Brampton. I am so proud. I am the only person, the only black wow. person. She wow. was so proud. She was so excited <laughs> that she finally made it. I got away from <laughs> them. I yeah. got away from them. I'm, yeah, I'm a you know, this Yeah. Is, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine that? And she was so proud that she was the only person in, in her community, which she, was a black person. And, she was the only black person. And she was very proud of that. Wow. I mean, you know, and that's an educated person. Audience, I want to ask you the question, how much do you hate you and how much do you hate us? Actually, I hope you love you and I hope you love us because it's time for a change. But I think we have to ask ourselves the real question, you know, just like we can see the see the modern day human traffickers, the way that they break a person, it has been done to us. It has been done to us on a communal level. It has been done to us on an individual level. And the level of self-hatred that is amongst us and through us and in us and above us and over us is pretty amazing. And it's time for it to end. So we'll be right back. <laughs> 